Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. Maybe some want out there want it to end, but you know what? No, I'm going to keep going and perpetuate this opportunity known as the Arena of Ideas podcast. Alright? So, your podcast, I'm the host. Platforms you can find this podcast on. There is iHeart, Spotify, Google. It's on Sprecher. It is on a bunch of locations and places, and I've made that list out. 
So iHeart, Google, Spotify, Sprecher, Speaker with an R, big props to those guys. That's the reason why I have this podcast and this opportunity to get out to all of you out there. All right. And um, just uh, got put on YouTube. I'm going to try and get this thing on TikTok. It's a matter of a few things. It's there's a matter of monetary along with some other things. I need to jump through some hoops and stuff to get it done. But my goal is to get it out there because if everyone else is out there, I want it to be out there with them. Right. So Castbox, Deezer, Pod Addict, Pod Chaser, GeoSavin, Podvine. And I believe it's on Amazon Music now. I again I believe it's on music Amazon Music now. Um don't quote me on that. But that's all I can tell you about that part. All right. So basically, that's what's happening with the places you can find this also. Social media, F-I-S-T, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. All those four places. I just put a place where you can actually comment. Snapchat, not so much, though. I, I, I did put it on Snapchat. But the big thing is is that the the Facebook and also on Twitter, those are the two big places you can actually catch this is those are the two big ones you can actually truly comment on now i think instagram you can still comment and stuff too but the two main ones are the two bookends on that guy and so basically then you've got my email michael kingston 723 at yahoo.com you've also got my phone number which is also published you can go into information and look that part up all right so and what I've been going with now, and because due to circumstances and also thinking about this process, the disclaimer for the AOI podcast, okay, the views and opinions expressed in this and all Arena of Ideas podcasts episodes are that of the host and guests, not to be taken out of context, misrepresented by any means. Get it? That's, that's simply the way in which to let you know that again this is a first amendment freedom and opportunity to speak and this allows me and everyone else out here that has a chance to be a part of this to listen okay again i want to give a big shout out to ireland england and australia i'm sure there's more out there in more countries and everywhere else they're all three listening on the apple podcast you have all these places you can listen you have all these places you can comment and you can get your information and feedback back to me. All of it's vital. Again, you're, everyone here, it's a big part of what goes on and the process of this entire episode and this podcast. You're, you're, again, I consider you all family and friends and everything else. Um, let me go back to this real quick. Um, places to comment. Okay. Facebook. Just look up, just, just go to Facebook and look up Arena of Ideas. Instagram, it's Mike Kingston 20. Snapchat, it's Mike K2022722. And then for Twitter, it's at M-I-K-E-K-I-N 332-95359. Okay. And then on YouTube, all you have to simply do is just, just look up Arena of Ideas and it's on there. And from episode 22 and up, they've actually had it going. Um, you can also look, Google search, like do a Google search and type in, you know, Arena of Ideas. And it shows a bio. It shows a picture of me. It gives you a breakdown of all the different 
episodes and everything. If you click on that, you look for the wonderful Roman Coliseum Little Bit Night. That is the way in which to see it. Okay. Of course, how do we get this thing going? Okay, that's that's getting all that stuff out of the way. Get the disclaimer out of the way, the way in which to reach the show and get the content and everything else. You guys all matter to me. Again, I consider everyone out there, my family and my friends. I hear some some talk, you know, some uh some talking heads on radio radio and different things calling people their friends and family. Well, since day one, since moment one, since I began this wonderful up this wonderful podcast, it's always been I consider all of you my family, my friends, and however you want to take it or however you want to slice this thing up or however you want to do it, that's how I consider all of you, truly. Okay, so this is Experiment at the Crossroads Between Content Conversation and Conversation Reinvented. This is a podcast for anything, everything, all things to everyone. This is your place to be. It is the Triad of Talk, Coliseum, Roundtable, and Town Hall type Type formats, the forum of focus. All right. Straight fire, no holds barred, off the cuff, from the hip, wake up call. We've got always got spontaneous questions, and these are the ones that can be included in the mailbags and everything else going out there. Right. So, epic fail. You think something's an epic fail? Come on, tell me. Tell me. We'll tell everyone else. We'll get it out there for all of us to consume. Social mania, nothing is out of bounds, gloves are off, step your game up, oh, by the way, give me an A or give me an F. Do all those things. Again, these are funny little uh, topical subtopics and things that we all can discuss, or I can discuss, or whatever you want it to be. It doesn't really matter. I just, again, appreciate Sprecher, Speaker with an R for this opportunity, and for all of you out there listening, and, and trust me, I get the numbers, and the numbers keep going up. And they keep going up and up. And I keep getting more and more people listening to downloads or call impressions. There's downloads. There's follows. If you mark, you like something, whatever, however way in which you can do it on however, whatever platform you're listening on, that please do it. Please help me. It keeps me going. It keeps this perpetuating and this, the situation here for all of us. All right. So. I am the conduit of content, the voice of the people, for the people, by the people. This is an all-information podcast, wielding truth, humor, wit, sarcasm, freedom, freedom like a verbal weapon. If you're screaming at the TV, the radio, or the sky, or in your head over the BS that's out there, this is your place to be. I'm just trying to live my best life here. Let's light this candle. How do we light the candle? Okay, give it a dramatic pause, Mike. Okay. Must be those voices in my head that I keep hearing. So that that gave me a pause. All right. So rants, raves, beefs, issues, pet peeves, OCD, all are accepted here. The hows, whys, LOL, ROFL, WTF. Are you kidding me? You're killing me. Whatever keeps you awake at night, whatever, whatever makes you get up in the morning early, stressed out over something, whatever keeps you up way, way late at night. Just a bunch of stuff that just pisses you off. Guess what? I want it here. And what you have is you have 
the talking heads and the TV and radio personalities that are out there, and they're all giving you lip service. They all have a job to do, and they all have the fancy smancy equipment and everything else, and they've got a wonderful degree on the wall. Well, guess what? They're all giving you lip. A lot of those guys, not everyone, but a lot of those guys are out there giving you lip service. Here, it's real service in real time. That's my point. That's everything else here. What I'm going to do now is, um, this is the 28th episode. This is Fanatics. It's Hooligans, excuse me, Hooligans and Fanatics, Straight Jacket Sports. The title alone explains itself. If it doesn't, look it up. Or just listen to this episode, and it will be explained and out there for all to listen to. Again, this is the Arena of Ideas podcast. I am your host, And I'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. We are back. I want to again thank everybody to be for being here. There's no, you know, my biggest uh, flattery lately has been going out and talking to people in various walks of life, and some of these people that I've actually are giving props out to for other episodes and things. Because again, if you've got an idea, if you've got something else to talk about through either the mailbag or for however else you want to communicate to me. What really matters to me matters to you, matters to all of us. I keep saying that. You know what? It's the truth. And uh, whatever else you have to say, comments and things, those all matter to me, to you, to everyone else out there listening. Because if it matters to you, it matters to me, it matters to all of us, right? Right. Okay, so what's happening is I got some people giving comments and talking about, yeah, I was listening, I listened to this episode. In fact, there's a few people that have been out and I didn't know, and all of a sudden they came out saying, oh, I'm all the way up to 22, meaning they probably listened to all the episodes and everything else, right? So that's awesome, and I appreciate all of you. Let's not get off topic here, because again, this is uh, the Fanatics and Hooligans Straight Jacket Sports episode number 28. So before we get started with everything else... And in most sporting events, they always have, you know, the referees or the old coin toss. They've got, you know, you've got Michael Buffer singing, let's, let's get ready to rumble and all these other things. I, I don't have all that. You know, I don't have a producer. I don't have a staff doing all my research and everything else. I have me, myself, and I. So, but I have these wonderful people. I've got props to a bunch of people out here for this episode. Okay, and giving these names out, it matters to me because again, they got people out there that want this stuff out there, and not everyone else has a microphone, and not everyone else has the opportunity, or nor nor, nor do they want to. But look, this is what matters about it, and you, me and you, and everything else. 
All right. So props to Don and Quan. They're not from Pueblo, Colorado, but they preside in Pueblo, Colorado. They know who they are. I have got Trey. He is out of Colorado Springs. He knows who he is. He definitely, that guy, that guy is definitely a confident person. For sure, they all are. Everyone that I'm going to list out here. Don, Don and Quan, Trey, and then Furman, who came up with an idea for um, kind of the sports riots and other things that are going on kind of at the tail end of this episode. He threw in some ideas on that, so I'm putting him out there. And then Trey's got some other ideas he threw in here too. And really, Don and Quan, two great guys, their relatives, and they're relative to sports. They both love their sports, but they both have their issues, rants, raves, and beefs against their opposing teams, which makes it all the better because that's what we want, right? Look, everyone else is out there for team this and that and da da da. I'm I'm in here for team content. I'm in here for the long haul, and I'm in here for all the information that we put out in this podcast and everything else that I'm able to get together and and put it out there for you, me, you, and everyone else. This is an awesome. I put this together, and it was just, it was writing itself. Amazing. All my life I've been doing and dealing with sports my entire life. You know, I've grown up with sports. A lot of people have grown up with sports. It could be hockey. It could be baseball. It could be basketball, football, soccer, Football, F-U-T-B-O-L, the beautiful game, soccer, or it could be football, American football. And so we go into some different things here in this episode. Okay, so again, episode 28 is Hooligans and Fanatics, Straight Jacket Sports. All right, passion and allegiance to teams and athletes gone awry. If you're wondering what gone awry means, it's gone in the crapper, it's gone to hell in a handbasket. It's, oh my God. It's everything when you go out there and you go to games, you're seeing freaking people painted up. They've got John 316 signs. They've got, you know, people fighting in the stands. You've got all these different things going on in games. And this is, I'm, I'm talking about the actual sub game, which is in the stands and everything else. You got guys out there with nothing but a pair of shorts on, 45 below zero, holding a cup in their hand of, we don't know what beverage. We don't know. We don't want to know. You've got fans around every stadium and everything else that are doing, you know, 10 hour pregames before the game is on. Things like that. You know, all these you know, people do tailgates and cookouts and, it's it's just this amazing pageantry, and, and like I said, it happens all over the world. A lot of focus on stuff like this is really in the United States. I don't know, per se, given outside of other countries and things and how in which they do things. But, you know, if your team wins, they'll flip over cars and burn down the city. If your team loses, they flip over cars and burn down the city and the stadium, and everything else, and, you know, there'll be sometimes, I'll give you an example, give you uh, the Cleveland Browns, and they turned into the Baltimore Ravens, okay? Back in 1995, when they were done, they knew they were done, all the fans were tearing out seats and everything else from the stadium, taking pieces of the stadium and things with them on the way out the door. 
knowing full well that they were going to become the Baltimore Ravens when they moved. Okay, long story short, it's just crazy stuff like that. And you got the you know the the Buffalo Bills Mafia, the Bills Mafia, right? It's definitely touted and and definitely known that that happens, and they do everything from breaking tables to doing all kinds of crazy other stuff. You've got you know. WrestleMania stuff, people get into wrestling and stuff that they do crazy ass stuff on their own. And now with technology and viral videos and all these other things going on, like in the gone viral episode of the, you know, the AOI podcast, crazy stuff happens and people make sure to record those things and everything else. So, you know, throwing it out there for everyone, just, just know this, that the, Amazing part is, is that you can have the most straight-laced, straight-up person who goes to work, works from whatever hours, works whatever hours for the week. They do whatever they're going to do. But when it comes time to their time and they get people get painted up for teams, they do, you know, they'll wear the apparel, they'll get dressed up, they'll get, you know, into character like, like in the black hole over, you know, with the Raiders and things like that. It's just... Man, some of those people out there and some some of the fans and stuff that are out there looks like they could play, which is crazy, right? But it's so true, and it's what makes it such a passionate and colorful group as the people listed in this, again, 28th episode, Hooligans and Fanatics, Straight Jacket Sports. All right, so anyway, so here we go. A fanatic is a person with excessive and single-minded zeal especially for an extreme religious or political course. Here we're making it about sports. By the way, most sports fanatics consider sports their religion and politic about their teams of passion, or teams with passion. Excuse me. What is a hooligan? Okay. Hooligan is a violent young troublemaker, typically of a gang. Well, there's some activity kind of like that that's going on in all these different arenas and things. All right. Also, hooligan is a disruptive or unlawful behavior. Hooligan is disruptive or unlawful behavior such as rioting, bullying, and vandalism, usually in connections with crowds at sporting events. And those sporting events are in arenas, kind of like this is the arena of ideas. That's the arena of passion and belief backing something. It could be. Whatever team, it could be whatever sport, whatever time of year, it doesn't matter. They're just in it. They're in it to win it, right? Of course, coining a phrase. The groups of people who enjoy the violence and fights associated with hooliganism. Hooliganism, excuse me. Going to sporting events with the sole purpose of acting in an absurd manner. The people that do not plan to get involved because they support fellow fans to the breaking point, flashpoint of mob rule. Mob rule is where everything's fine, everything gets whipped up in a lather, people are just writhing, they're just they they want to go do something and they're and they're putting it into a bad context and format where it's they're gonna tear stuff down and do some very, very bad things. Things they probably wouldn't do on their own. They wouldn't even you wouldn't wake up in the morning and contemplate this and go, oh yeah, I'm gonna be doing this today. And that's the point of mob rule. This makes home field home field a disadvantage because if too volatile can be such a distraction that 
that the game is not the focal point of why they are there. And again, after hearing this episode, if you definitely want to kind of give your stories real quick to kind of jump in, if you want to give your stories and your accounts of kind of what you went through going to a game and you saw this happen or you were a part of it or whatever's going on or you didn't want it to happen and you stayed because you paid the good money for the very, for the very pricey tickets you paid and you wanted to, you know, definitely get your money's worth, you know, give us your stories. You know, they have ways. I have the mailbag. I have ways in which you can email. You can comment on all those social media places. I opened it up because I wanted to make sure that everyone has the opportunity because there's amazing, wonderful people out there, family and friends, like I've stated, that have words and comments and ideas they want to put out. And it matters that you're there and you're here and you're a part of this whole process. All right. So again, if you have anything you want to discuss with us, you've got that opportunity, right? You've got it. It's here. So if you want to give your stories about what you went through going, growing up as a kid, every summer we went to blah, we did blah, whatever we did. It mattered. It matters to you. It matters to me. It matters to all of us out there. Your podcast. Remember, I'm just the host. Okay. So there's a one degree of separation between a fanatic and a hooligan, both of which are passionate about their teams. One ends up a riot, right? For both, it could be the riot. It could be a riot. It could be burning down a, burning down a stadium. God forbid. I wouldn't want to do that, but. Or causing complete destruction and then, and then basically in the process, people getting trampled and all these other things. You hear about these soccer matches. There's one happened recently down in Indonesia, like 129 people were either killed or injured or otherwise all in the process of following their team, right? Okay. Starting in medieval times during their sword jousting and et cetera, wage fights against each other. Feeling the energy of the event. Danger, destruction, and violence are never calculated into the equation of any event on a public mass scale. Technology has vastly improved, and so has the increase in the ways sports leagues are trying to commercialize and monetize their leagues and brands. They are totally. You see it all the time in commercials. You see them out there putting out spots. You've got them, you know, doing advertising. You got all this. Anyway, it's always happened, but now with technology, they can put everything out there and, and have it consumed and, and basically hit over, you're hit over the head with it, right? So when you notice the frequency of games played, now with this, you must factor in the fact players are paid more. Thus, the cost of things, tickets, food and beverage and apparel, etc., are astronomical. So add in all these factors up. Mixing the insanity of rabid fans, right? One, and we're talking rabid. We're talking foaming at the mouth, over the top. And yeah, they just, you know, do they call it passion? Do you call it, do you call it crazy? What do you do? And at the crossroads of all that is this episode, right, guys? I'm telling you. The insanity of rabid fans, many of which are fueled up with alcohol and disappointment of play, and their hysteria and passion for all things sports, you get a situation where the men, the mental stability and psyche of even society's finest can push the brink of us all. 
So then take those who are bent on violence, fighting, and all things in the name of team. They start whipping up frenzy with everybody else around them or whatever is going on. You know, so like I said, the guy wearing the tie all day, all week. He sits there, he goes to an event, he's all dressed up, he's all fueled up on, you know, hot dogs or whatever he's doing and alcohol and everything else. What happens? You get the most crazy, most sane person of society, great to the community, represent the community, and all is forgotten in that moment. They whip up the frenzy and start to get to get the other non- confrontational crowd to become mob rule again back to that mob rule point you start you you could start seeing it where people are swaying back and forth they're doing all kinds of crazy things together in unison and again it's not planned again you don't wake up in the morning and you don't go yeah i'm gonna go help burn down burn down you know a town flip cars over you know burn trash cans stand on light posts and do all these other crazy things but it always tends, it always ends up that, you know, no matter what you do, it's what happens at the end of the day that counts, right? So at this point, you get those, those counts of tragedy, of death and injury, you would not see on their own, right? Yes, you have the crazies in games dressed up in full get regalia, all the clothing and whatever else they want to wear, or just a pair of shorts and sub-zero weather. Such colorful personalities. Would you do that? Again, this is a chance for you to comment. This is a chance for you to put it out there. Would you be the person to lead a charge and to get whipped up, you know, in the middle of a crowd or to lead a crowd or do whatever else or not? Are you the passive person on the side going, God, look at those people over there, whatever, you know, they're the ones instead of looking at the train wreck on the side of the road metaphorically, of course, in this situation, they're the ones actually in it, right? So, well, to the to the fans, it's tied into superstitions, of course. Some people tie superstitions in of good luck or bad luck based upon if they sit in a certain chair or every time they seem to watch the team, they sit in a favorite chair or something else. Or some people believe in the good luck, bad luck of not even uh, not even watching the game. Because if they watch the game, they're gonna, their team's going to lose. There's crazy superstitions. I mean, pe- the, again, those most sanest of people have no reason to even think this way. But the next thing you know, that's what happens, right? Makes the person in public and work act common in life. So them. So basically, what happens is so. So some of the people out there will paint their bodies wear outlandish apparel, like in a game show, right? Some game shows, they have people that will wear matching things or matching costumes or God knows what, just to get the attention, right? Well, in the same situation, people will do all this, right? They'll, they'll, like they're in, like they're in that game show for their teams with basically Tourette's like action, Tourette, like Tourette's like actions and a bullhorn scream at the refs and anyone within hearing or who had hearing and lost it because they heard these people that were just going nuts and yelling. And so again, some people are pissed off at the refs or the people that are in charge of the game as in, as in, you know, refs and uh, you got referees, 
you've got whoever's in charge of the game to call the game, right? So, <clears throat> excuse me, and the rest with anyone in hearing. Hearing range. Get the wrath of pent-up hostility now released on us all. Well, the many in this in this category, they no need to raise your hands or nod your head, right? Because, you know, some people, again, they're, they're fine, they're everything else, they're in line, talking about looking forward to the game. Next thing you know, when the game's on, they are screaming at the sky. They're screaming. They're screaming at the TV. They're yelling. They're in the. They're in the stadium. They're doing all these crazy ass things, right? Well, all that stuff basically gets people fired up and fueled up. And again, some people this is the way that they look at doing the games. And uh, later we'll explore the fact that you know younger kids when they're playing sports and some of these parents and stuff that get involved. That oh my god, it's you know you, you would think it's the parents that are that are in the game, not the kids. And it's just some bad things that have happened to people over time, you know, with this situation. Truly, you know, it's it's sad that you'll, you'll see parents go out in the parking lots and things and pull out whatever they happen to have in their hands or whatever, and then duke it out in the parking lot or they'll go attack. There's been attacks on referees on the, on the field and all these other different things that have happened. Again, no need to raise your hands or nod your head. So basically, for the most part, that everyone else is sane and fine, and they're just they're just there to root on their team, to be a part of it, and to fill the stands. But then you got those crazy people like that. All right, so take the most reserved and level-headed out there, and then you see all these other things that happen. Add in, you know, mix in like a like a baking a cake. Take that person with team gear on, and you could get them to. Run through a wall, basically. Crush a can over their head. Bill's Mafia, jump and break a table. Hell, get shot Get shot out of a cannon if a fan thought it would be, it would help the, their team to win, right? If, if you knew that whatever you did, you jumped off this or that or did this or that or, or whatever you did, God forbid, it doesn't matter. You would, because, because again, your sports team is your religion or whatever is going on. You're into that. That's how much you care. You would do it. Why? Because you think it would help your team. And you want, it's all about our belief and our, our beliefs and our backing of our teams and things that we love in this, we love in this world, right? Everyone has them. Even down to not sitting in a seat. Don't change your socks or underwear. Not me talking to others. That's not me. That's talking to others like that. Look, it's not me. Throw salt over the shoulder, etc. Not take a shower, shower while the game's on. Whatever it's going to do, whatever works. Whatever happens to be the mojo that they think that's going to compellingly help that team win, that's what they're there for, right? So again, we have a little pageant. You got pageantry. You got patriotic people that love their teams and believe in it like a religion or whatever else you want to take it as. Again, some people have that view and, and some people look at things like that in that perspective, right? I mean, no one has to raise their hand. Again, this is an audio podcast. I can't exactly raise my hand to anything or say this. I'm, I love sports. I've loved sports all my life. I've gone to sporting events. I've enjoyed them and consumed them with different people from relatives to other people. And so is everyone else too. 
Some people have, you know, season tickets to different events or teams or, you know, local or national or whatever's going to go on. All right. So what do you guys think so far? I mean, sports is a big part of everyone's lives. And it's a multi-billion dollar industry when it comes to, yeah, you've got the teams themselves on the field and the ones that play. But then you've got all these aftermarket places and you've got all these places you can order stuff from. There's shops of whatever sport, name the sport, and other places out there. Even down to people trying to, you know, trying to sit there and scalp tickets. They got vendors on the sides of the road selling, you know, in a, you know, incorrect or not exactly on brand or legalized gear according to whatever sport it is right you don't have it it's just not out there it's all there i mean sorry they're all out there and everybody's trying to make a buck off this because you know look and i'm not saying don't be an entrepreneur and don't look for an opportunity but also you know we get you know bombarded you got on tv on radio you've got and then we'll go into sports gambling, and that's a whole nother world that's just exploded like on steroids. And everyone, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone's got a place to make a bet or something else too. It's all out there, and it's all just crazy, but it's all a part of what we call, again, this episode, Hooligans and Fanatics, Straight Jacket Sports, the 28th episode. I love saying 28th because why? Remember, my goal was originally to get to 25. Could I do it? Is it possible? Well, guess what? It is. And I'm going to go way beyond that. My next goal is to get to 50, guys. It's another way in which for me to celebrate myself. And maybe you out there also celebrate. Okay? So, anyway, the uh, definition of sports violence, right? Inappropriate and harmful Harmful behavior portrayed and acted out by fans, players, coaches, and other stakeholders. Meaning the people that are out there that maybe have the tickets and all that stuff, they've, they've bought in, they've bought into the team and that's what's going on. Which is related to sporting, sporting and, uh, sporting events, basically. Excuse me. Which which violates the rules and regulations of sports and leading to physical injury of an individual, a disclaimer to this next issues of discussion of the following topics, gambling, player fan brawling, and toxic parents who take their children's sports way too seriously. Again, trying to live their lives through their kids, their, their sports, what they didn't do in their lives, they wanted it to get out to themselves, right? I mean, those are big things and, uh, <clears throat> Just remember this. It's uh, this is just an awareness. This is my overview. This is kind of my way in which to consume all this and enjoy it. If you don't like what you're hearing, let me know. If you like what you're hearing, please by all means. You know I love it. I love to hear it. Let me know. Okay, so gambling. The fact that money is involved makes it a hostile issue for for sure. Today is easy to place a bet anywhere. And fantasy sports can create a volatile and addictive personality fueled by money, right? Basically, it's like this. You've got every sports, there's sports books, and you've got, used to have just sports books down in Vegas, okay? 
all the ways in which you could bet were in different locations. Like every state would have like casinos and things like that. And then Vegas has casinos and all this other stuff. Well, they've taken all that and they put it on, you know, steroids. You used to be able to also, excuse me, place phone calls and make bets and everything else. Well, now they've got it to where you've got all the technology in the world. You've got, you know, a computer in your hand and all this other stuff. Point of a finger, move, swipe of a finger, swipe or a point or anything else. Next thing you know, you can bet your life away in the process of, you know, trying to figure out a prop bet or something else. <clears throat> Crazy as it sounds, everyone, everyone does some form of gambling, even if it's you talking to a buddy at the water cooler saying, yeah, well, my team's going to beat your team, blah, 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 right? And next thing you know, it's, oh, I'll bet you 20 on this. Or it's your fantasy football teams and all that good stuff. And I, I play fantasy football. I even do that stuff. And uh, it's fun. I've been doing it for a long time. And it's it's great. But, you know, again, every you know, ever since the beginning of time, people have put money down on, well, you know what? I think, uh, I think, John over here can beat Jim in this foot race. Long time ago. Well, great. Guess what? I'm going to bet you whatever. Whatever is the value, whatever, if it's money or it's trade or whatever it is, it matters. Well, this whole gambling thing has gone nuts, right? And back to it, everything fueled by money makes this, this person a target for desperation and passion for sports, either needing anger management or turning into likes to fight guy, right? Player fan fighting. This is a this is a few times a decade seems that seems to happen even with security and technology hap- still happens, right? Still, teams want fans really close and in the moment at the height of intensity and in battle, some players get hooked. Kevin Durant and his uh Tantrums with fans, getting hooked on social media and stuff. Look him up on his story, basically dealing with, uh, he has burner phones and he, he people go out there and reach out and talk. Dude, everybody wants misery, likes company, and everybody wants to bring everybody down. Well, they can get you hooked. Anyone knows that they can get you hooked, they've got you. All right, the malice in the palace. Okay, the Malice in the Palace is basically a game, NBA game, where multiple players went into the stands and brawled, causing pandemonium, as you would expect, right? It's the Indiana Pacers, and I can't think of the other team anyway. People were, were fans were ravenous over in Indiana. They were ravenous. They were going crazy. They went so nuts that, you know, basically the players started because a lot of times, a lot of people are going to cut out, cuss out expletives, you know, these, these crazy boo birds and all these, these, these people that want to call you out and everything else and, and basically call you every name in the book, that Tourette's thing I was talking about, where they're yelling every single thing at every single player, you know, hecklers and all this other stuff. Well, sometimes in like in this situation here, the players actually took that, got, let it get up in their grill. And again, Everyone's human and things are said. And, you know, the problem is, is that some people act upon it and some people don't. And they shouldn't have to take everything. It's just not really fair. 
So basically, that's what happens. And then the Malice and the Palace, they actually went up in the stands and they fought with the fans. Thus the name, the Malice and the Palace, right? So that's a bad situation. But anyway, so that was a bad situation. And anyway, the Malice and the Palace again, where multiple players went in the stands and brawled, causing pandemonium as you would expect. So many soccer matches between rival teams, right? And hooligans that leave death and injuries with the most popular sport in the world. The beautiful game, right? Call the call the beautiful game, excuse me. Um, basically, what happens is when you're talking about other countries, again, in this country too, but in other countries, some people, their whole belief and what they would live and die for would be their different sports teams or whatever else they're into. But you get that a lot of events where they, you know, they're, they live vicariously and ravenously behind that team. And so what you have, what happens is, is that in soccer, especially, right? The most popular sport in the world called the beautiful game can also be not so beautiful, can be kind of ugly what happens to people. Yet the results aren't pretty, more like life or death, actually. You're talking some countries' fans, the one the one thing besides the Olympics may be the only way to, to represent their team's country, not to mention running of the bulls and so on and so forth, right? There's just all these crazy things that happen. Talk about Talk about the players becoming violent with fans on a whole different level, beyond what the mind can comprehend. LOL, right? Okay, so also bullfighting, and I'm sure other sports as well, are high on the uh, on on the insane scale, right? I mean, if I were to just give out the description of bullfighting and stating that you'd get all dressed up, wear your wear your best clothes, have you know some different uh, knives and swords and different things, and again, it's a ritual. And not every country covers this, but anyway, you know, it's just it's crazy to me. It's on an insane scale. Look, I, I don't like I I don't like others. Do I I like others? Don't wake up and go, wow! Can't wait to play to pay good money for an event and go out premeditatedly and uh, get in trouble by going over crazy, by going going over crazy and fighting. I don't compare or root for any bad things to happen. Look, I don't in any situation because this takes away from the, from the sports and also why you appreciate the teams to begin with, right? I mean, that's the crazy part about it all. Is that you know not all of us sign up for all this stuff, and you don't you really don't. But then you know, like I said, fueled by alcohol and maybe some other factors, and maybe you don't like somebody and everything else, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden this happens and it starts escalating, and you start rallying around those ideas of what's going on, right? I mean, we all don't plan it, but it happens. Okay, so this next little segment here. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to break this up with uh, a little bit of music. We've been kind of going on, rattling on about things. And again, jump in anytime you want to, guys. You want to jump in and comment and talk about things that are going on or add to this 
please do. I, I want it all. I want it out there. And again, I have the microphone and everything else, but the extension is what? This is your podcast. I'm simply the host, right? When it comes down to it. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to go into a little bit of bumper music, break this up because I've got, again, all of our regular usual suspects in our segments and stuff. And we want to give you guys, uh, like I said, like a pizza, we have to break it up into little pieces and we eat it, we consume it and we appreciate it, right? So without further ado, I'm going to go into a little bit more bumpy music and we'll be right back. I, again, I thank you. I love the bumper music. I love to hear it. love to get it out there for all of us. Okay, so again, I want to break it up and give you guys a moment to take a mental break and do everything else. And that's why I put the bumper music in there and everything else, because it's important to give your mind a mental rest before we start going into this next crazy part of it. And that's why I kind of put a stop to it for a moment, because the next thing is basically... Parents who take their children's sports way too seriously to the point of toxicity. Um, this is rampantly, again, it probably happens all over the world, but it's a huge major factor when it comes to America. You've got the parents that go out there, maybe they didn't, maybe they got, you know, they thought they were going to have aspirations to be a professional in whatever sport they were into or whatever. And for whatever reason, they got shot down, cut down, they're, their experience got cut down. They didn't make it past, let's say, grade school, high school, middle, whatever. Anyway, so you've got some of these people, these parents, people that were doing sports. Now their parents and their kids are in sports. And some people just want the best for their kids. Some people want to live vicariously through their kids. And some people take that to the point of way beyond what that should be, right? They just do. And, you know, you love their passion, you love their backing and, and what they believe in and everything else, but then sometimes that spills over into what? Fighting amongst, you know, infighting amongst parents and all these other things, and they'll take it out to a parking lot. You hear stories around where parents will go because they're pissed off at a call. They're now, I don't know what's going on here, but they're actually getting on the field and fighting referees and other teams and who knows what, right? It's a riot. It's crazy. Or they'll go out in the parking lot and then after everything's over, you know, two of the two of the parents go out and settle it up in the you know, with God knows what in their hands out in the parking lot, right? It gets gets way out of line. So parents should take their children's sports way too seriously to the point of toxicity. All over the country, issues it it it, it used to be the following. 
good manners, sportsmanship, teamwork, and also respect for teams, coaches, players, and fans. It's now 2022, and you're getting the following. Players fighting players, coaches, refs, and fans. Parents doing exactly the same and for some reason add in in with even worse intent and malice. Again, some of the best parents, some of the you know model citizens, my son goes to blah, my son is a my son attends this school and all this other stuff. Well, in this in this minivan is mayhem, malice, and a maniacal person, either behind the wheel or otherwise, that all of a sudden is that way because of a sporting event or something, right? It just becomes crazy. Remember, did I say those are parents of athletes who are supposed to be the adult, right? Here and help police themselves and step in if needed to be, if needed to be peacemakers, right? Be the peacemaker. Be the one leading by example. Be the bigger person, if you will, in a situation. Instead, we are following, should be a, Parenting for there should be a parenting for idiots book in quotes on the best on the bestsellers New York Times list of books right there should be one on that there should be one basically parenting for idiots when dealing with sports and they don't have one I've looked they don't have one but you know what they really really should lol here's the honest truth. The headlines of the New York Times newspaper cover story with pictures, with picture also police arrests listings, maybe the obituaries. I hope not for life's sake, just life as we know it, right? Hearing stories about parents going out to the parking lot, brawling. Look, please heed this warning. I'm not saying don't support your kids' sports careers. Hopefully not not you as as a parent living through your kids for your reasons for whatever those might be. So on this episode, yes, yeah, yes, be passionate, loyal and dedicated to sports. But also this, show grace, selfless kindness and know your limits so everyone can enjoy the experience. Yeah, what it is is you want it to be and the memories forever. You're recording everything. You're doing whatever thing as a parent. I've even, you know, I've even had my kids grow up and uh, and gone and you know and played sports and played different sports like football, baseball, basketball. All right, but also in this community, of course, I live in Pueblo, Colorado, and I know where I live. I know where I'm from. I know who I am. Excuse me. I always say that to everyone, right? Who I know who he knows who he is. Whatever. Um, yeah, and also with that though, I also had to, if I was going to become a coach, I had to go in and watch videos on, you know, how to be a coach, how to have sportsmanship, you know, life lessons, did the kids have fun, all these different wonderful things that really should be the embodiment of what kids sports is because it's a way in which to learn team building and bonding and camaraderie. For the kids and all these other things. Well, I think somewhere lost and disconnect is all these other situations with all these other parents and stuff that 
seem to have lost their way, or we seem to have lost our way as a society, because in the purest of forms, it's a great opportunity. Because even from peewee football or peewee sports, all the way up until we see the people on the on the main center stage in the lights, right? The people in the pros and whatever sport it might be, I don't care if it's field hockey, I don't care what it is, it doesn't matter, soccer, anything. It's an opportunity for, for these kids to go out there and to grow, learn things, and become a part of what really becomes secondhand nature to all of us, which is sports, right? All right, so basically that concludes that part of it, right? doesn't conclude everything in this episode. It just concludes that process. Well, you know, I was talking to Furman from Colorado Springs. He knows who he is. Again, you got Don and Quan here in Pueblo, Colorado. You've got Trey in the Springs who gave me some ex- some different uh, excerpts and different uh, intricate details and ideas and things, and we kind of touched base on this episode and kind of ideas and things to bounce around. Again, that's the reason why it's the arena of ideas, right? So we came up with those things, and then Furman, Furman, Furman gets credit for this. He's total loyal sports fan, loves his teams. He wears he wears the hats and everything else. Great guy. He uh, was telling me, you know, goes, you know what, Mike? It's uh, you are talking about all these different crazy stuff that's going on again in this twenty eighth episode. Hooligans and fanatics, straight jacket sports, right? He goes, well, why don't you kind of do kind of some things that have kind of been going on and happening in sports and give kind of a timeline? So I did the sports riot timeline. Again, thanks to Furman. I, I told him, I said, hey, I give full credit for people to give me ideas to add to add to episodes or to create new ones. And you know what? I, I love it because you, this being your podcast and I'm simply the host, that's what it is. It's all about. Again, it's us coming together every episode, every opportunity to get this information out and to be a part of something that's bigger than all of us, which is, again, to me, this this uh, podcast and this episode, these episodes and this podcast. So, again, Furman from Colorado Springs knows who he is. He wanted to come up with uh, some kind of it's dealing with sports riots and timelines. And I kind of touched base inside the actual episode, but this is to get out more about that. So, been around since the beginning of ancient times. Ever since civilization has had to compete for the love of another or for your food or country, right? All these different things have transpired and happened, right? So Alabama versus Tennessee just came out this year, gave Tennessee wins the game. Tennessee wins, which Alabama is a religion and everything else down south, the SEC and everything else. Well, nobody beats Alabama, and it had been a long time since Tennessee. A team rose up and beat them. Well, Fans tear up goalposts and whatever could be torn up in that stadium that day. Riddick Bowe versus uh, Golata. This is a boxing match, right? A professional boxing match, 1996. Fans went went crazy, crazy from uh, from all the all the junk, like your junk, your 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 down there for your man for a man, junk shots. He kept getting hit in the junk. Basically, Riddick Bowe did, and basically. 
and this is in Madison Square Garden in New York, right? This is this is the the crazy. That's the place of all places, and that happened there. Boy, I tell you what, there was more of a fight and more more crazy ass stuff. It was almost like the garden became a octagon, and it went crazy, just nuts. It's such bad situation that you don't ever dream of. But you know what? I'm telling you, people have ways and ways to be fueled by things. And then they, they act upon them. So instead of the filter in your head, they act upon it. All right. Malice at the Palace. Excuse me. Ron Artest. This is an NBA game I explained earlier. Ron Artest decides to interact and fight fans in the stands. He goes up into the stands. YouTube all the stuff I'm talking about. YouTube everything. Check it out. Go go in there and, and check it out and watch the videos for it all. Or hear the commentary or look up the, you know, the articles about them. All right. Decides to interact and fight fans in the stands. Then the team, Indiana Pacers, all join in and others, other, and the other team as well, which is crazy, right? It all just goes off and it's all because you've got a bunch of hecklers and crazy people out there in the stands doing stuff. And that's what happened. All right. So again, thanks to Furman for this episode because this is awesome. I really didn't, I mean, I, you know, you're in a fishbowl. You don't realize you're in a fishbowl. And other people outside the fishbowl notice, hey, what about this? That's why it's a great way to spitball ideas and things. But hey, here we go. All right. Discounted beer night. Oh, boy, this sounds like a, a wonderful opportunity for something, right? You know, that's going to go wrong for sure. That's for, you know, come on. Drown night. They call it drown night or whatever. Discounted beer night, Cleveland Indians, nineteen seventy four, eight ounce cups, eight ounce cups of eight ounce cups of beer for a dime in seventy four, eight ounce cups of beer for a dime. Think about how much that would be now. Anyway, a drown night, like if you go out to a place and it's like penny pitchers and all this other stuff, it's a drown night, right? And it turns into a complete Donnie Brook or melee and melee over it. Everyone's toasted, man. Again. You add in, you uh, mix in some ingredients and add some liquid, liquid courage like that. You know what? You're going to have nothing but love. Okay, Montreal, Montreal Canadiens hockey, Stanley Cup riots, 1993. Entire freaking town city was set on fire and complete a complete dumpster fire, a complete freaking issue, just insanity. And again, if you have ones that you want to add that I'm not covering, again, I'm not going to cover everything. You know, this is, I don't want to hit everybody over the head with, this isn't some historical piece where I'm reading off a timeline and everything else. I read off just so much of what's going on. I don't give everything out because why? Because then it doesn't give you a chance to, to comment back to me about what's going on, right? You don't. You don't have a chance. Plus, are you kidding me? I, look, this is just an awareness and research and entertainment and fun about any one subject. But I'm not the one doing all the talking, right? I'm not the only one to talk and to give comments and everything else. All you wonderful people out there that listen and everything else that's going on, you're a part of this. So again, if you have more to add in or stories of what you remember and everything else, please, by all means, I don't care how in which you get a hold of me. And this uh, po- and this uh, this podcast, but just do it, okay? We'll go back into it again now. Disco demolition night. 
Again, YouTube, I'll check all these out. YouTube them, see what you think. I'm just giving you an overview. I'm giving you cliff notes. But if you want to get more into it, more in depth than any one of these things, and they strike your fancy and sound interesting, to them. Disco Demolition Night, 1979 baseball, White Sox game. Drunken fans pile up disco records. Okay, for all those young people out there, what you had was when everything came out, you started with actual albums and records on disc, and you had a record player and everything else for the younger younger crowd. And then we had tapes, and you had CDs, and then you have now what you're streaming. But anyway, basically, this was a disco a disco demolition night, right? Drunken fans take disco records and set them on fire in a pile. The day the disco died, basically, was one of the quotes that said. And so, so did the stadium, the field, and anything not chained down, painted down, or tied down. All crazy things went awry. They started lighting this up. It got too high. And it just became pandemonium in a stadium. Definitely not things you'll see now, but it's isn't it crazy you would hear it, hear about it? Guys, everyone out there, what do you think? All right. There are more. There are just a few compiled. This is just a few compiled from a list. Again, I don't I don't sit here and explain everything. Because it's you know, look. I don't have a reason to sit there and complain and explain everything. I don't. It's not, I'm not here to do that. I'm not here to, you know, kill everyone, crush everyone, go over the, you know, hit everyone, hit everyone over the head with three hours of insanity. And people can do that. You know what? It's amazing. These guys can carry shows for three hours doing this and everything else and whatever the length of their shows are. I'd rather have it in a podcast where it's refreshing. It's different things to talk about. And it's a way in which to get things out there. All right. So anyway, um, I don't, again, that's a list. If you have more on a list, you know how to get a hold of me. You know how to get at me or however you want to put that. All right. So basically, all right. Losing and winning. Dumpster fires. Perfectly reasonable. People mix passion, pride with a trophy or, or not. And the city is in peril. Fire and destruction. Life gone awry over a game, right? Wow. Freaking wow. Take hooligans and fanatics, mix in karma and revenge in the form of what what I call karma for running of the bulls. This is the last little kind of thing to sit here and kind of uh, throw out there. Again, if you have any other ideas, anything else you want to add to this or any episode, you have those avenues to get to. And get out to. All right. So, the running of the bulls. Uh, I told you, I talked to you about bullfighting and everything else. And these guys dress up in these amazing outfits. They're out there and um, they're using a cape and swords and in which to impale the bulls and doing all these other things over time. You wear out, tire out the bull. The bull then can't go anymore. And then they, they end the life of the bull. It's some form of it's some form of a tradition and things in sports in different countries in the world. Not to get in too much detail about it because it's really gory and that's if you're into that, great. If you're not, okay. I hope you're still listening. Really. That's what I want you to do. So anyway, so and this is the other part of that, right? This is the part where the bulls get the payback. 
and they get a chance to have revenge. That's why I look at it. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a different way. I guess there's other different factors behind this in Pamplona, Spain. But the running of the bulls to me is what? Karma and revenge in the form of bulls running amok in the streets of Pamplona, Spain. From being on the business end of bullfighting to getting payback, my opinion makes this event the pinnacle at the crossroads of this episode, right? Kind of like all these different factors I've talked about, and it's right here. In conclusion, sports conjures passion, pride, loyalty, and teams beyond sanity and reason. No one signs up for destruction, death, or li- death or life and disarray. Yet rally, and you would run through a brick wall if it would help your team win and why this episode exists there's a whole lot more there's things gone viral and everything else and even down to you know the parents and they've got videos on all dude everyone has a computer in your hands they've got a communication device you can record you can do you can basically do everything from your phone so now with all that now a long time ago long long decades ago you didn't have all that you didn't wasn't even close but now with all the technology and everything else, everything else is getting out there. So in back way back when, if you had the same technology, you would hear and see a lot more about all this stuff. But the bottom line is also a loss along the way is people's manners, people's ways in which the golden rule applies, you know, do unto others that they'd have done to you, courtesy, holding doors, all this other stuff. It's just somewhere along the lines with a lot of these, the, the greatest generation and other other generations as time goes on passing away we're losing a lot of those you know thoughts about you know talking about the fact that uh you know common courtesy kindness all these great things they're all lost and with all that you're getting the situation where you're getting people in these uh these events and things letting instead of letting the filter take over they let what they want to do or however they're feeling, their emotions, they let that take over and they don't let the other process breathe and be a, be a major part of what's really truly going on. So that's what you're listening to and that's what you're looking at. All right, so we're going to get into the comedy corner, <clears throat> excuse me, the plug and everything else next. But right now what we're going to do is we're going to go back into some more, some more of this bumper music and I'm going to be right, I'm going to be right back.
All right, all right, all right. We're back. Thank you again for the whole process. All right, all right, all right. So, next uh, segment in this whole episode and every episode is the jokes section. Some people are giving me they love the they love the jokes. They hate the jokes. If you don't like, if you hate, if you love, whatever, let me know either way. All right. So, here we go. Why does a moon rock taste better? Because it's a lot, it's a, it's a, it's a lot meatier. <laughs> what do you call an apology? Sent Morse code? Remorse code. <laughs> Why is Peter Pan always flying? Because he never lands. What do what do you do on a see? What do you do on a remote island? Try to find the T the try try and find the island it belongs to. <laughs> never take advice. Never take advice. Let's see. Man, I'm butchering this. Sorry, guys. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it at that. We'll leave that segment at that. Okay? So. Okay, we'll try to pick it up next time. I, I don't know what's going on. I, I'm butchering this stuff. I'm not improving it. I'm actually reading it from a piece of paper, guys. Sorry. You're not always the best way, right? Okay, so what we're going to do next is... Uh, get into the uh, mic check. And the reason why I did this mic check is because I felt like it's the embodiment, really, of the episode, dealing with, you know, things that happen in arenas and stuff. Well, this is a major driving force behind Arena Rock and everything else. This band here was, was basically the definition of arena. All right? So what's happening is is that I've got a... Uh, the, the whole episode, the, this whole segment's going to be on the band Queen. Because they were definitely arena, we'll rock you, we are the champions. All this stuff that they've done over the time, definitely tied in with everything. So, I've been, again, the band Queen. A working class band known for creative songwriting and unique instrumental sound. Arguably one of the greatest bands of all time. Considered arena rock, really? Yeah, completely. I think they're, like, by definition, really arena rock, if you will. Just just, just like there's the moments in sports they're in, that we deal with, and in sports world to this day, some of the greatest uh, moments in music in sports to this day is Queen. Things like We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions are ways in which teams and stuff celebrated, you know, what happened to them. Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury, 
Freddie Mercury's voice, soft, operatic, and bold. Couple that with Brian May's guitar work like a sonic eruption of epic proportions. A British rock band formed in formed in England in 1970 were called they were they were originally called Smile. They found Freddie Mercury wanted the band to be of the people, so to speak. Thus the name was Queen. So many memorable sing-along songs and melodic infectious vocals make Queen one of the one of my personal favorite groups of all time. Okay? Just happens to be Making the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2001. My favorite song is Play the Game from the same self-titled album, Play the Game. It just happens to be mine. You have yours. Everyone has theirs. And everyone sings along. It's, it's these sing-along songs that we all have that, that Queen has given us that make it that much better. Okay? And um, they've done more. Their, their influences are so huge that a lot of their songs are in commercials and in movies, and all these kind of different places, all right? I mean, seriously, they're out there. And they've been that way, and they've been, you know, he wanted to definitely have style and grace and everything else. Freddie Mercury, if you watch the movie, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, kind of gives you a good snapshot look at the band, everything else. Um, Brian May had some, he had some overviews, and he had kind of a creative say-so in the movie, so definitely check that movie out. I mean, in case you're you're young and you don't know what's going on, talk about the band, give you a history and everything else. Another one, good one for Elton John is a movie that came out called Rocket Man. Again, kind of a different view and different optics when it comes to Elton John. Back to this. Brian May is some fun facts about Queen. Sorry. Brian May is a doctor. Mercury, Freddie Mercury, has a uh, has a statue in Switzerland. Mer- Freddie Mercury drew, let's see, drew the Queen's crest, also used zodiac signs in the uh, band's logo. He used different ways in which to create a omnipresent logo for the band. Freddie was on a stamp. Freddie Freddie Mercury was on a stamp. Some of the songs listed here, again, you can probably list me more and, and write me back and send more, more information about it if you want to. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, Another One Bites the Dust, We'll Rock You, We Are the Champions, Crazy Little Thing Called Love, Bicycle Race, You're My Best Friend, and more. Check out the, this amazing group and one of the greatest vocalists ever making, ever, ever in the making. Making Queen a royal treat, in quotes, of classic rock of classic rock history. The song Under Pressure with David Bowie, a number one hit in 1981. A great collaboration as well. Memorable while you sing, sing and sing it forever. Freddie died suddenly in 1991. Gone too soon. The music lives on. And also in the words of Freddie Mercury and the band, there's a song they did called The Show Must Go On. And no matter what, and then in fact, um, down the road, they also had um, Paul Rogers from Bad Company. He also headed up the band. You had um, a few other people that have gone along and helped sing with Queen as well. Anyway, um, a great band. Check them out. See what's going on. See what you think. See if you like their music. If you don't like their music, 
whatever's going on, you know, it's your chance to speak. This is, again, the microphone is mine, but the podcast, the episodes and everything else within are all yours. Remember? How could you forget? I remind you all the time, right? Okay. And as always, it's funny that we would book in this, but Nick, of course, is the one getting credit for the mic check. He's from Pueblo. He knows who he is. Well, he also was talking to me. He talks to me all the time. I talk to him. We communicate, so on and so forth, right? Well, he wanted one. He wanted an episode. I mean, excuse me, a segment on Remember the Legends about Albert Pujols, famous baseball player from the Dominican Republic, underappreciated. He's not up there with everybody else in the greats. He will be in the Rock Roll. Excuse me. He will be in the Baseball Hall of Fame someday. It's just a matter of getting him there. All right. So, Jose, Albert, again, Nick, this is for you. Tip of the cap to you. Albert Pujols. Jose Alberto Pujols, born January 16, 1980, is a Dominican Republic, Dominican American, excuse me, professional baseball player, first base and designated hitter on the field, also played third base and left field, nicknamed the machine, in quotes, or La Machina. All right, playing, playing first 11 seasons in St. Louis, for the St. Louis Cardinals, now to present with the Angels and is going to soon retire. Considered a five-tool hitter with amazing prowess at the plate. Five-tool meaning he can hit all runs, he can hit base hits, he can do the he can bat for the cycle. Basically, amazing, amazing hitter at the plate and a force in the field. A soon-to-be surefire Hall of Famer. In his prime was a wrecking ball at the plate, who also won golden gloves in the field. Won MVP of the league as well. Played the game right his entire career, no steroids or off-field issues. Reminds you of Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle in style and scope. That's me. That's my perception on it. Again, that's my opinion. I'm allowed to it. Right? Okay, so... Quite a comparison from the Yankees, Murderers Row players. Murderers Row players, a unique and skilled, a unique and skilled player remains a legend in baseball history. Again, Nick, thank you again for the idea on the remember the legends. Like like him, everyone else can go out there and do the same thing, and put it out there. They can go out there and do the same thing to me, and put all that out there. All right, so. Now we'll go down the line, and um, I don't have anything in the letter bag. I've got people giving me feedback, like I was telling you kind of throughout this episode and other episodes, as you hear, and I'm telling you things, you know, it's actually going on and happening. So some people are telling me they're listening, and some people are giving me other ideas on different things. Um, if I do have something from the metal, mail bag and or social media pages and everything else, I'll read them to you. Don't have them. And again, if you're out there listening, please, by all means, thank you. I don't care if you're in any country. I don't care where you are. As long as you're on these platforms listening to this podcast and these episodes, big smile on my face. Again, giving you the best account because it's an audio podcast, right? So 
plugs, props, and shout outs. I want to give shout outs to all the people that have been in integral parts of this episode, dealing with Nick with the Remember, Remember the Legends. Furman came up with the, the sports riots, and you've got Trey was kind of interwoven in the whole process of this podcast episode. And Don and Quan, I've already given reference to all of them, but thank you guys again for your that's a shout outs for this up for this episode. Okay, that's the shout outs for all those guys. I want to get their names out there as many times as I can. Now, um, on another note, I want to give a big shout out also to Noah. Noah is a good friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. He's kind of been in and out everywhere. I've had chances to talk with him. I ran into him. And um, he's actually working for the Latino Chamber of Commerce of Pueblo, meaning Pueblo, Colorado. All right. Thanks again. Props to Noah and thanks to Noah on this. I told him on the 28th episode, I would be putting in this commercial read for the Latino Chamber of Commerce. And again, I'm going to get into this and dive into this little read here, but it's important to know this, that small business is an integral part of the country. It's the backbone of what our country represents and the embodiment of free market capitalism and all the things that do represent business and what we can hang our hats on as a country and everywhere, actually. It doesn't matter where you're from or what country you're from. It's, it plays an important part of anywhere you go, right? So let's get into this again. Thank you, Noah. Props and props and everything else for this letting, allowing me the opportunity to give this commercial read. All right. So first of all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain what a chamber of commerce is because not everyone may know. In fact, I've heard the term. It's been thrown around, but really, no definition to it. So, starting with it. A chamber of commerce, regardless of where you are, what you do, you fill in the blank in your community, your state, or wherever you are. Okay, chamber of commerce. It's a board of trade, in quotes, a local organization and business network whose goal is to further the interests of businesses, business owners in towns and other cities, from these local societies to advocate on behalf of the business communities. There you go. That's what a chamber of commerce is. And then you just fill in the blank with whatever, however that goes for wherever you are. It could be a special group. It could be anything. That's basically what I'm talking about is that the one Noah is involved with is a specialized one for the Latino, right? For the Latino Chamber of Commerce of Pueblo. All right, so Latino Chamber of Commerce of Pueblo is a dynamic organization that has been serving the Pueblo community since 1979. To find them, you can use the email, all one word, ad.com, Google it, or call also on Facebook for more, more information. It gives you phone numbers and all these other things out there about the Latino Chamber of Commerce of Pueblo. An internal part of Pueblo's business sector, there is strength in numbers. Membership has its privileges. Inquire within. They are committed to promoting opportunity growth of small businesses in a highly diverse society. Small business is the backbone and driving force behind commerce and success in America. See what they can do for you and your business through this opportunity. 
via a great staff here for you, here for your best interest and investments. Again, props and shout outs to Noah. Thank you for the, for this opportunity, giving me the opportunity to put out that the Latino Chamber of Commerce of Pueblo, Colorado matters and everything's out there. Again, put it.com, the usual suspects, where you want to look them up, however you can look them up and the ways in which I just explained to look them up. Please do, by all means. All right? So that's it. Again, I told you that I don't have anything when it comes to the uh, situation with uh, mail or anything else. That's okay. I know we're here. And again, I want to uh, get ready to do my closing. So again, this is just the greatest opportunity in the world to me. It matters to me. It matters to you. It matters to all of us. I hold dear in my heart this uh this wonderful embodiment that is me, this extension of me behind the microphone and with all the information about this Arena of Ideas podcast, the episodes, and every little little segment and everything else that comes up along the lines and everyone else that helps me in this process. I appreciate all of you. I really do. It means the world to me in complete capacity. So, again, I want to thank again the episode 27 of Winter's Tale. Winter, if you're out there, thank you again for giving me the opportunity for that interview. I should have some other interviews coming up. They'll be awesome and amazing, just like Winter was. And I, again, I want to give a big shout out and thanks again for Winter in the last uh, episode. And uh, just know that I want to grow this and make this the best it possibly can be for all of us. I really do. I'm just trying to do all that I can do. So just remember one thing that if, uh, remember the fact that in listening, right? And the whole process of listening and everything else, if it's you're back again and you're listening, like people are out there telling me they're out there listening. I'm like one person, her name's Savannah. She's awesome. She's also got, an idea for a podcast episode that she's going to have props and plugs in. Anyway, she's from Springs. Savannah is from Colorado Springs. She knows who she is. A big thank you. She was talking about, you know, I'll check it out. I'll see what I can do. She started listening. She's now up to episode 22. Amazing. Just that that's the kind of stuff I hear right there that pumps me up and keeps me going in this process. Anyway, so if you're listening, if you're out there listening and, you know, and you know who you are listening. And I do have pod status and uh, record speaker with an R also give me status reports, kind of what's going on and who's listening and stuff. If you're listening and everything else, you're returning a returning listener to this podcast and you're hearing this now. Thank you. I I can't stress enough how much it matters to me. It matters to you. I just want to be the best I can possibly be and make it the best entertainment and information value that you can get, the content that you want to hear. And if you want to hear this golden voice, excuse me, my voice behind this microphone, and keep going, please listen, follow, all this other stuff. Thank you. If it's your first time listening, I welcome you to the Arena of Ideas podcast, AOI podcast. I, I welcome you being here and coming in. And again, everyone, and if you are first listening, know this. I consider everyone else out there my friend and family and a part of what goes on here. 
This is your podcast. I'm simply the host. I've said enough. I've done enough. And I'm always here for everything. Anything, everything, all things to everyone. You matter. Thank you once again. And until next time, this has been your host, Mike Kingston of the Arena of Ideas podcast. Have the best the rest of your day. And until next time. Oh. <laughs>